And welcome to another episode of Pointless Reinvention, the show where we fix what ain't broken. I'm Matt. I'm Holly. And I'm Mark. And on the workbench today, sports. You're ready for this. That's the sports song, isn't it? That's the basketball one. Is that a basketball song? Yeah. Spears Jam. Come on and slam. It was Mortal Kombat. Is it? Does Mortal Kombat say you're ready for this? I want to reinvent the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go on then. Right, go. So I don't know if this is a, a worldwide phrase or even a Britain-wide, right, a Britain-wide phrase, uh, but my family at home use a term quite a lot. They could activity for Ireland. And quite often it's like, Oh, you know, Mac, he could sleep for Ireland, etc. Yeah, et okay, I know yeah. the expression. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I have decided that that should actually be part of the Olympics. And not necessarily sleeping, but I think there should be a way. So, you know how, like, Aldi does that thing now where you get an email of being like, you're the person who's bought the most garlic, and it's like a weird trophy. I that don't know that, no, and I hate what? it. I hate that that's a thing. So Aldi, Aldi does a Aldi does a thing now where like if you if you're the, the, the person who that month in like the Newcastle under Lime store has bought the most. Perry may Perry Perry Mary. Mark good news. I love that. <laughs> yeah. God, no, so, absolutely not. What if you're the person who's bought like the most I don't know White Lightning? Yeah, well, <laughs> um, yeah, I was gonna say, like what if you what if you buy what if you bought a combination of things that make mark you out as like the saddest person in Stoke? <laughs> Coincidentally, Matt, you're the person who's bought the most lubricant and ring donuts. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, I was going cucumbers and condoms. (laughs) Oh, it's the same same basic thing. Either way. Right. The point being, right, I have the amount of people I know, I say the amount of people, I only know two people who have ever actually got the the fabled Aldi email, right? Okay. Both of them treat it like it's genuinely an honour, right? And I think it would be really funny if you found out that you were the person who did the most interesting shits in England. (laughs) Right? Or or then you get sent to the Olympics. I thought what you meant was that you would make deciding who could do a sport for Ireland should be an Olympic sport. I thought well, that's you were going to get like, oh. all the, like oh, you know, a, a, a panel of grands from each country to go in and go, oh, well, our, our Sean. He, he could sleep for Ireland. He could sleep for Ireland. And you go, ah, no. But our Paddy, no. Our Paddy sleeps twice as much as your Sean. And could then Paddy, they have Paddy to could sleep for Ireland, but could he do the high jump for Ireland? There's only one way to <laughs> No, so my idea is that then a separate entity to the, the actual Olympics is while the Olympics are also going on, you maybe have some sort of like like just normal activity Olympics. So instead of it being specifically sports, you could be like, here's someone sleeping for Ireland, here's someone talking for Ireland. And like the talking for Ireland thing, like we're Shane's, I'm Shane to get in, like it's podcasting. I was going to say, you're going to get that one. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like just things like that were like, oh, you know, like they, they could talk for Ireland. And so the competition what's the competition just, Okay. So the competition, right, is... The competitor from um, DR Congo, from um, Azerbaijan, and the competitor from Ireland, and they all sit around a table with one very socially anxious person, <laughs> and they all start a conversation, and whoever gets them to contribute the most to the conversation wins. <laughs> oh, but that's right? a different thing to talking, though, right? <laughs> that's so that's different to talking. Convers- it's conversation, uh, then, for Ireland. Talking for a country is a different thing to like being able to being a good conversationalist for a country. 
You know, like okay, well, that's being able to draw someone out of their shell feels like a different skill, right? Yeah. Had I been a good conversationalist, <laughs> if I was being a good conversationalist here, I would have stopped what I was saying and let you two finish. <laughs> but I'm not. I like talking and I like having opinions that are right, so I kept see what, talking. See what I, I was going to say, was. <laughs> Matt could speak for England. Matt could speak for England. I was literally going to say, Matt and I could sit here in silence and Matt would talk forever. And then Matt spoke forever. So literally, it's it's all of us. We, well, well, maybe Matt would overtake me. But then, Matt, you see, the problem is that this would become part of the event because you and I would then begin to have a debate over who uh, who who is correct in their opinion of talking for And you just talk over Ireland, each other. Right? But then the thing is, eventually, eventually in the debate, one person will eventually lose the will of the debate and they will then lose who can talk for their country, <laughs> right? But I think sleeping's a good one as well. And, uh, you know, um, even, I don't want to go in, I don't want to immediately go smut-like, but people people have been known, I've certainly heard people say, oh, he could shit for Ireland, as in somebody spends a long time shitting or do a lot of shitting. So, and I think the idea of having some sort of clear shower. glass toilet and you could see the shit... And then you maybe oh, get a freestyle Matt. shitting, etc. as well. Put a little, like, scale. Maybe you weigh the contestant yeah. before and after. But no, yeah, perfect. I have two. I have two issues with this, right? And the first one is that, you know how, like, in the 2012 Olympics, they had the ticket lottery, right? Where you didn't get to yeah. choose yeah. what event you went to, right? Now, yeah. there are, obviously, there are some events I'd rather see in the Olympics, right? But mm -hmm. if, you then, if you incorporated stuff like sleeping... Standing still, being like a boring twat for a country, right? Eating. Yeah. No. Well, the eating competition. No, eating is good. Already, I'd be right? all eating's over that. Good. If I, but yeah, if I got the ticket for eating, I'd be like, this is fucking sick. My point is that <laughs> if you introduce these sort of incredibly boring spectator sports, people are stop going to stop going in for the lottery because they'll be like, oh, what if I get sleeping? I'd rather just watch it all on TV. Okay. Well, then what? What if right? Right. So. Say you know how like it like the Oscars will have Oscars that aren't on the TV. Yeah. Yes. So what if it's like the web the web show version where it's just in the stadium in a room in the stadium somewhere it's like, and we now return to uh, sleeping <laughs> the the sleep the the eight hour sleeping <laughs> ceremony. Of course, every few minutes someone will walk through the room on their phone and we will see if the compadres do continue to sleep through it. <laughs> And then the thing is, you also have also have the commentators very loudly in the room being like, and there, of course, is Horsfield, Horsfield from Sweden. He can really sleep through anything. <laughs> it's like they're just talking loudly into their ear while oh, the guys well, maybe, maybe that makes it slightly more of a spectator sport if there are distractions really and loud things yeah. and, like, you know, clowns, and mm. it gets steadily louder and louder as the time goes on. Because, yeah, my other, my other um, query was going to be, have you not just invented the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, but it's but it's competitive now because the Guinness Book of the World Guinness Records, Book of World Records is, is competitive. No, I understand that, but it's not like simultaneous. It's Can like, I just... Right. So, sorry, Holly, go ahead. Just actually, yeah. the Olympics is in a minute. Well, this could be a very on-topic thing if we change it from sport to the Olympics. I'm, you can do whatever you want. I'm going to finish my Olympics. <laughs> if you want to the Olympics, it's fine. We'll call we'll it the Olympics and we're keeping after. all of this in. No! <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Pointless Reinvention from the where we fix what ain't broken. I'm Matt. I'm Molly. And I'm Mac. And today's episode is the Olympics. Mac, what? Carry on with what you were saying. Oh, 
sincerely, if, if we if 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 all those events were stricken from the record, I do have an event I think would be fantastic at the Olympics, and I think as a spectator sport, it would be one of the most fantastic things to watch. Right <gasps> now, okay. imagine you went to the Olympics, and all the countries in the world have sent a competitor to hide and seek. <gasps> right okay. now, now here's what we're gonna do. Right, <gasps> so the Olympics um, develops a. Uh, an under an underground kind of system, right? Where like the, the chairs are, are up, like uh, kind of like you'd imagine, like the uh, what's that place in America or in America, Greece? Like the Colosseum, right? So it's like you're very high up, so you can see down in, right? A stadium. The roof, yeah, but like no, but it's like it's very very high seated. Do you know what I mean? So the fact is that you're above the roof of the house, and the house roof is completely see through. <laughs> right, so you can see where everyone's going. Yeah, but everyone else in the house can't. Is just a normal house thing, except for up. And the idea is. Every like ten minutes, they'll just be like, "Right, the competitor from Nigeria is going to hide, and the competitor from the Great Britain and Northern Ireland is going to seek." I love this. <laughs> oh, I and see. They've got they've got five minutes. They've got five minutes where they have to stand with their back to the house, and then the thing is, well, you'd obviously have to have the commentators being like, "Please keep it down in the crowd. No, no hints. No hints, please." <laughs> and then. Like the idea of you know like people do the warm and cold thing, you would just naturally know because the crowd would start to be cheering, be like, You're closer, you're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> I love this so much. Where I thought you were going is you'd have a impartial panel of judges doing the seeking and all of the contestants from all of the countries hiding at once. See, I thought it was two separate things. Mm. I thought it was you had the hiders and the seekers, and you had oh, like one of and each, each country. Yeah, it's and like it's a race. Two separate skills. So it's a race. Oh, that is good. Yeah. So everyone, so everyone hides, mansion. and then all the seekers go in at once, and they have to collect the most hiders. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That is good. You could do it in a huge IKEA. Oh, it's ever the Swedes would have their own unfair advantage. Do you, want, do you want some very? Do you want very funny as well? Because I already in my head figured out a tactic for this. Yeah. So say you say the say the rule was just what it's going to be is right. We're going to go in to the house. Yeah. And uh, there's like a qualifying round. So once you find someone, you're through to the next round, and we'll do like the last three people who haven't found someone are eliminated, and you just keep going till there's one left. But the trick is, if I'm the seeker, I'll just pretend I'm hiding. So someone brings me out, and they think they're done, and then they give up. Could you combine them? <laughs> then I'll just sneak back at the house. Could you combine the hide and seek contest with some other doing random stuff for your country competitions, right? Oh, hold on. Wait, what, if, what if the hide and seek is after the 400 metres and that's the time you have to hide? Oh, that's good. Or, like, that you is could, you very have, good. You could combine it with the, with, with the Olympic medals for like holding in a piss. Right, have all the contestants drink like four liters of water, and then they've got to go and hide. And if they like have a piss themselves, or they they have to run out to the toilet, that's like an extra chance of being spotted, and yeah. they also lose. It's very funny as well because the idea, like, I'm like, well, he's he obviously was disqualified from the piss contest, but you have to command the type of bravery to piss yourself on live TV just <laughs> to get the silver medal and hide and seek. Incredibly pissy man. <laughs> someone, someone holding up their medal with like tears, yeah. their eyes, piss covered shorts. The shame. <laughs> this is Kosovo's first ever medal at the Olympics, and look at the pride on the man's face. And he's just crying. He's not as ashamed he's as not... the guy who shit himself to win the bronze. <laughs> oh, no, tell me you wouldn't watch that. I guess that's not good. I think if you, I think competitive, competitive country, like worldwide hide and seek would be so sick. Good. Because there would be so many different tactics. Yeah, it'd be so good. Like, it and I, I do, I genuinely think that you, 
the combined idea of it being like multiple seekers and multiple hiders and then like the idea like it's like elimination because then imagine when it gets to the final right yeah. and it's just the three people left yeah yes. three it's just hiders th- and three hiders three seekers. and like the thing is right the disappointment you'd feel when you would say you, your hider get caught but then you're like well now it's so much more urgent because I need to get a silver it's like it is now team? down to no, that's what, no, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, you'd have like the Canadian hider and Canadian seeker are together. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so, like, see, I di- again, I didn't see that. I didn't think it like that. So to me, there's like, there's a chance you get two gold medals here. If you have a champion oh. hider mm. and a champion seeker, like that is the shit. I do like that. But I think the idea of it being teams means that they're like, because you imagine, right? So say I, I, I'm representing Ireland and I don't know, my friend Shane or something's also representing Ireland, right? And I'm the hider. And they're the seeker, right? And yeah. I get found immediately. The pressure on him to then have to run mm. and be like, well, I need to find someone now or we're out. <laughs> but like, you're, you're literally being dragged through the entirety yeah. of the but like he, but I guess incredible if he, finder. Yeah. Yeah. He sees me getting dragged out and he's like, he's like, oh no, Max out. So I have to find someone now or we're out. <laughs> and, then like, and it adds so much more pressure if you're on one team because he's like, fuck, I need to do it immediately. And then it's like, it goes from being like methodical, like where could they be to just fucking winging I pillows. need your everywhere. <laughs> and imagine how much worse it would be if it was like, Max out and he's pissed himself. <laughs> <laughs> and now I need to find someone, but also I need to sleep for at least 12 hours. <laughs> but it also is very funny, like, Mac wasn't even in the hole in your piss competition. <laughs> <laughs> he just did that. He just did it for fun. Out of, out of fear. <laughs> He just got a he just got a, a quick jump scare and it just all went everywhere. <laughs> he's wearing grey as well. Oh no, the worst. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's the way you improve the Olympics. I think make I think give normal people the opportunity to win something that they are actually good at that isn't necessarily a sport and also hide and seek. That's my Olympic change. Hide and seek is a fucking good idea. I think there's mileage in, in more mileage in combining sports. Yeah. Yeah? What oh, well, then what if that's just like a lottery at the start where they're like, well, the Olympics have actually we haven't booked the stadium for as long as we thought, so we're gonna have to double up. So all the sports have been put into this tombola machine, and the first two come out will have to be competed at the same time. And all the athletes, they don't get to you know they don't get to choose. They just like get a, yeah. a lucky dip from like the <laughs> Olympic from the Olympics hat. The 5,000 metres on the high jump. That's how yeah. you finish struggling to the end. And then you have to wing yourself over a bar. Instead of like a hop, a skip and a jump for the triple jump, it's a, 5, 000, it's a marathon, a skip and a jump. But what if it was like the 100 metre sprint and shot put? Or just something <laughs> which like... And then yeah, you run the whole time with your elbow behind your back, <laughs> pressing the cool metal to your neck, yeah. just sprinting. As <laughs> and I think like stuff like you know stuff like the the more sort of out there stuff that is in the Olympics now, like um the Olympics, the, the stuff that's in the Olympics, the stuff that's in Olympics, stuff that's in Olympics, Olympics, Olympics. <gasps> yeah, they could like you could combine like um. Like beach volley, beach volleyball with white water or white water canoeing, and have white water volleyball. That is good. That would be good. But my so my question is, what is the best combination of sports? If you could have like a maximum of three, what's are the best oh ones to God. put together? Three. Okay, uh, I want to. What is the sport which you is it? Is it just beam? Is that what it's called? The one where you do like gymnastics on the beam? Is it I just think- called- um, the high bars is that the with the, with the three or the one like the horse? 
Yeah, which is so when like, you stand on. Yeah, yeah, the horse. So it sounds like you're standing the on the horse. Bin, but you also, yeah, yeah. That so that kind of that sort of like variant of gymnastics. Yeah. yeah. Netball. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the idea is that like there are four of those beams spread out, and you may not touch the floor. Mm. So the floor is lava. Yeah. And, and skateboarding so again you're not even using your feet you have to ollie between each beam <laughs> while all, the thing is as you know well, from that ball you, you cannot move while holding the ball so if someone throws you the ball in midair you better fucking hope you're landing on that trick <laughs> you're not going anywhere else after that his regular polo I know water polo is an Olympic sport but his regular polo an Olympic like horse polo Oh, and dressage is an Olympic sport, isn't it? Dressage, yes. Yeah. Oh, see, that's yeah. what I see. I was on. I was on pigeon shooting. Oh yeah. Shot put and swimming. Oh, <laughs> that's you're good. Swimming so with a shot doing put. Doing what? It's one person. It's the swim. It's got to be the swimmer. Oh, I see. But no, my question was because I assumed you had somebody throwing the shot put. Who was the shot putter? And the or somebody shooting. And then you had a swimmer driving to throw a shot, but or a swimmer who was shooting. See, again. I thought it was one person doing all three. So you've got to swim, keep keep your gun dry, stop yourself from sinking, swim all the way out. Then you've got to spin around and throw a thing, and then you've got to shoot it. Shoot the having same thing. Part of, having part of the sport, but you have to keep this dry. It's just something that's no one has ever considered before. It's like doing doing the back crawl with holding your hands out of the pool. <laughs> With a rifle oh, you've aloft. Got, you're holding like a... You're, you've just got your legs to keep you afloat as you <laughs> yeah. nestle this, like, 15-pound yeah. iron ball and hold like... a shotgun. <laughs> a shotgun? It's a special skill. It is a it's shotgun. It's a special skill, that's for is sure. It's actually a shotgun. Yeah. I don't think it is. That I think it's a rifle. That so much more dangerous. I, I assume it it's a rifle, but it I don't know. It probably is a rifle. Why would it be a shotgun? Yeah, why would it be a shotgun? That's what I was confused. <laughs> shotgun, that's what the fancy people use. Like in the, the, yeah, in, it in is. The... I'm going to Google it. But who knows? While you Google that, let's discuss the merits of regular polo, but it's water polo. <laughs> I'm talking... <laughs> Horses in I'm the talking pool. Horses with riders <laughs> in the pool. They've got to swim around and play polo. Are they doing dressage? <laughs> no, no, the horses are just. Maybe the horses have got to do synchronized swimming while while oh. the riders play polo. Matt, can oh, I can I make that. an amendment to this as well? Yes. At the start of every Olympics, all the countries are put into a lottery where they get a number and then they have to choose their animal. And no country may use the same animal. That's great. <laughs> How many beasts of how many beasts of burden are there though that are like oh, big enough to carry them. a person? Imagine there are fifteen shooting events in the Olympic program. That's too many. That's divided, too many events. Divided into three groups: rifle, pistol, and shotgun. Do you know what make those much easier? Sincerely, what? what? Everyone gets the gun of their choice, and the last one standing is the gold medalist. <laughs> Everyone is given the gun. It's like, right, that's it. Off you so go. So it's into, a battle royale. Yeah, into this room. Sure. I mean, that was that was another thought that I had is that you could combine tennis with archery, and you have an archer at one end <gasps> oh and a tennis God. player oh, at the so other, good. and the tennis player gets a point every time they serve an arrow back, <laughs> and then the archer gets a point every time they kill a tennis player. Oh, see, so I thought they were shooting the tennis ball. I was gonna say no. no it's just it's just the first one to die loses right or first one to get hit loses but the thing is once the archer only gets one shot and the tennis player gets to keep their tennis racket so if the tennis player does return serve they've 
<laughs> the yeah. archer has no way of protecting themselves. I reckon, right? I reckon Serena Williams Serena? could like punt an arrow out the air. I reckon. Yeah, I, almost certainly. She could do whatever she wants. Tennis rackets have holes in them. Yeah, but ob- obviously in this world it just works. <laughs> <laughs> arrows are also they're not like, you know, it's not like a bullet. Yeah. Um, they're designed a, to pierce things. Yeah, though. but there's a, there's a long end, right? If you if you look at an arrow from a certain point of view, it's very wide and very short. What about that's true? <laughs> what about if we combine badminton and archery, and then you make the arrows kind of like shuttlecocks, but it's just sharp at the end instead of the little ball bit? That's a shout. That's good. Yeah, I like yeah. and I like any idea that makes racket sports more deadly. Right, ping, they're just so dull. Ping pong with like a live grenade, but live grenades is not already an Olympic sport, unfortunately. <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah. Uh, that would be fun. Right, let's just very quickly before we move on to anyone else's ideas. Olympics is fifteen sports. Let's name them. <laughs> These All are right. the only sports that get to be in the Olympics from now on. Okay. Okay. Obviously, uh, water polo shooting is in. <laughs> water yeah. shot put shooting is in. The 400 meter high jump is in. <laughs> yeah. Hide and seek. Chess. Chan- Without yeah. a doubt. Championship hide and seek is in for sure. Um, There's got to be some form of racing. Yeah. Even if it's just for me, they've got to have some cars in there. Uh, what about what about it's it's cars right? Motor the, racing in there. No, the cars right. The cars right, but the race is all the keys are in a big pit. <laughs> how about hundred meters? <laughs> how, how about hundred meters versus a car? Oh, that's good. Yeah, so no, you no, get yeah, all the, the sprinters, right? All the sprinters lined up on the on the on the go line or whatever it's called, yeah. starting line or whatever. And behind each one of them is uh, <laughs> fucking like <laughs> behind each one of them is like a, a reasonably like a Nissan Qashqai or something, like a fucking yeah. like a Ford Ka, you know, just like a reasonably yeah. priced car. <laughs> and if they can beat the whoever whoever is alive at the end. <laughs> Gets a medal. Joe's great. Joe's great about that sport. You could potentially get bronze, silver, and gold if it goes real bad. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like Usain Bolt good. could probably beat a car over hundred meters, right? Like a I like mean, not a good one. My car's acceleration is like nothing, right? I reckon it's still going to be more than thirty in hundred meters. The acceleration is definitely the only over hundred meters. I don't think my car could get up to hundred. I want to. Uh, up to 30 what about rather. this whenever the pistol fires to go not with me in it anyway because my i'm bad at driving yeah but, but. are you saying it takes you longer than 10 seconds to drive 100 meters if you were trying to go as not fast if I'm as already, you can not if i've already started not if i'm already the momentum's already there but we're starting from zero yeah all right well holly what about what, what, what about this then for an uh, amendment as soon as well, the then. pistol goes they can turn the key at that point so the car uh, is okay. Yeah, that's extra. Yeah. So, like, and then the thing is, well, you might be lucky that you get. And all the people driving cars are people who have only passed in the last week. <laughs> so there's a chance that they might just sit there, revving the key or spinning the key. Stole it. Yeah. I think potentially the problem I'm having is that I just want to kill people that are better at sports than me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Matt, here's the, here's the eighth sport then, right? All every athlete in the Olympics, regardless of sport, goes into a very dark room, <laughs> and, you, and Matt gets a brick. 
<laughs> and whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens, happens. And then they leave, right? And they're like, who gets the medal? And they're like, your medal is your life. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate what you've Matt got. Matt gets the medal. And then they turn the lights on and there's yeah. like nine bodies, but three champions. Yeah. <laughs> Matt is sure. just there with all... Oh, yeah, it's no, actually, what the sport is in is... It's at the end of the Olympics, so before the closing ceremony, to get to the closing ceremony, you have to go through a dark room. And if Matt is able to kill anyone, he gets their medals. I think the trouble with that as an idea is that even if you put me in a dark room with one Olympic athlete, they would kick that absolute shit out of me. Well, what about Matt gets a sword then? You get a sword and one swing. (laughs) That's it. That would be really And good. then at some that point between that really and the good. end of the closing ceremony, if you can get out of that pitch black room with a medal, then you get to keep it. Yeah. But the thing is, you're just scrounging around the floor being like, someone's bound to have dropped one. <laughs> <laughs> maybe just part of it is, maybe just part of it is I get to like be at the top of the stadium with a crossbow. <laughs> and anyone I can hit, I like get their medals. But yeah. you've got no experience with the crossbow. No, I've never shot a bow in my life before, but yeah. I reckon so I you've could. Just got, you've got to try. <laughs> Every Olympics, Matt is given a new weapon that he's, it has to be one that he's not used before. And if he can successfully remove a medal from someone's possession, he can have it. <laughs> we get to like 2060 and he's like, what have we got left? I could try a blow dart. <laughs> yeah. Matt, Matt coming in with a full military tank. <laughs> Stand still! Stand still! I've not used it before. <laughs> yeah. Matt's, Matt's actually also used the tank for that running race we're talking about before. The person, the person does like the ready, set, go, stands up, bonks their head on the turret and just is knocked out cold. And Matt's like, I've done it, I've done it. <laughs> so here's my actual idea. Okay. Let athletes do drugs. <laughs> Okay. All right, fucking no. as many as they want. Steroids, HGH, <laughs> fucking crack. I don't care. Let, I want to find out what the actual peak of human performance is. I want a Olympics where every athlete is doped up to the fucking gills. And they're running like faster than a man has ever run before. Can we, can we still have the like... The non-drugged ones and then the drugged ones so we can see the difference as I well? think we have a normal person. Uh, every match. Just any, just, just, just like, a regular just like, Joe, just like, just Mac. Or, we'll do it. Yeah. One of us. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. If I have to run more than 400 meters, I'm going to be very sick. Well, that's you just, you, you just go as far <laughs> as you can and then you throw up and then, then we know what the, what the, because. The normal person can do. Again, yeah, I've mentioned before, right, how. Tim just keeps fucking going because he's on so much fucking crack. He passes you six times. I've mentioned before how, like, fucked everyone's perspective is on what they are actually capable of, right? Especially yeah, men, yeah, yeah. right? The amount of Who men that are like... fighting a bear? Yeah. The amount of men that are like, oh, I could beat a bear. Or, yeah, I reckon I could beat, like, Maria Sharapova in a fucking tennis match. Or, yeah, I re- you know. <laughs> Anything to do with animals or women. They're like, oh, yeah, I know. I reckon I could do better than them. I'm better than that. Right? But, mm. no, we just have a regular... So, we, so there's a baseline of this is what a regular dude can do. And this is yeah. what the fucking absolute peak of human athletics plus a boatload of steroids can do. Right? <laughs> Okay. I think that would be an interesting comparison. It would be wild. I'll give you that. You're not going to get bored. <laughs> I think it's good, but I think I would make one amendment that I would think, Matt, you'd have to make the rule that everyone can only do the steroid Olympics once. <laughs> well, I mean, I think probably after it, you'd be dead. Because again, no, that's a, that's I think again I'm killing a lot of athletes here, which is a, a troubling. This is a troubling thing I'm learning about myself. I'm going to have to bring this up in therapy. Imagine, imagine 
the first time someone goes back, the first time a second, a two-time competitor at the Starrett Olympics turns up, and everyone, everyone's just like, oh, and here he comes, one of the legends of the Starrett Olympics last year, Bernie, Sa- or Bernie Sanders. This is Bernie really Sanders. <laughs> Bernie Smithfield. Here he comes, and he comes in, and he's just shaking. <laughs> he's just violently shaking. Just, like, the wasted. The veins popping out of him. <laughs> just awful looking, but... We'll know what the absolute peak of human endurance is, right? And Imagine. it was that same person four years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine Michael Phelps, right? Just about to do some, like, crazy front crawl swimming bullshit or whatever it is he does, the butterfly, front with his crawl. crazy... With his crazy, like, back muscles or whatever. Imagine him, but on, like, a year's worth of steroids, and then before he gets in the water, he snorts, like, a line of PCP. Imagine how fast <laughs> that dickhead's going. I... Matt, can I, can I ask this, right? Could you split the sports into the type of drugs they're doing? Because I think this is good, and I think the idea of being like, here's the true peak of human performance. But all I'd also like to do is I would like to watch a lot of these sports where people are taking a lot of hallucinogens. Well, well, you oh could do both, right? Oh, my God. The 5,000 metres, but you're on LSD. Yeah, but imagine doing the 5,000 metres on LSD, and you just everyone just stops halfway through and starts screaming at something that's not there. <laughs> Maybe you do maybe so maybe you do two. Maybe you do two Olympics, right? You do the Olympics, the 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 good Olympics, right? Which is where everyone has like, you know, Russian trainers that are like injecting in between their toes with like cocktails of hormones and shit that they've worked out in a lab. And then they great white shark blood. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's the one that's like the fucking, you know. It's sponsored by Monster Energy. (laughs) Yeah. And then you have the then you have the just the whatever. Olympics on the other like on off days maybe on on you know every other day you go high the, jump but they're on heroin yeah you have the Olympic where you just maybe it's like a grab bag maybe there's just like a grab bag of pills before you go before you go into the event every, every contestant just goes into a bag takes out like five or six pills downs them and we just see what happens <laughs> Now, Matt, can I ask, uh, uh, no one has to answer this, but I, I'm sure people are at least consciously aware of, like, the aftermath of drugs and drink, right? And obviously, sure. after you're very high, what do you normally have? A big come down. Yes. So then, the week after that, you have the Olympics, where it's just all the mundane things. And that's when you have the people who can sleep for Ireland, because they're <laughs> recovering from the worst bender of their life, where it's not just, oh, I've been drunk for two days. Like, I have literally been injecting straight yeah, bull yeah. piss into I've my spent... bloodstream for a month. <laughs> I've spent four years injecting <laughs> experimental cocktails of... HGH and bull semen into my testicles. I've eaten nothing but powders for years. I haven't had a solid meal. And after all of that, I took eight tablets last week and I don't know what they fucking were and they made me do the pole vault. And now I can see people's thoughts. (laughs) Oh, look, bro. Brian Fitzpatrick here has been sleeping for seven days for Ireland. What a thing to say. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> People coming on just like stamping him with disqualified, like with a big red yeah. disqualified and dragging him off. It is one of, the, one of the greatest, greatest greatest crimes in sports history is the amount of dead people Ireland have tried to enter into the sleeping for our, sleeping at the Olympics. There's <laughs> a big scandal. <laughs> Russia My dad is an Olympic gold medalist. Your yeah. dad was dead, Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> These contestants have been dead for years. <laughs> oh, God, that's good. 
I really, yeah. I'm really into the post the post Olympics. The post Olympic Olympics is very good as well. The come down Olympics. Yeah. Also, I, I know Holly, you were a bit of guest earlier, but the idea of an eating contest at the Olympics is sick. Like, especially if if they never know what they have to eat. That I oh, think is because the amount of people who are like, "Oh, I can do hot dog eating," because hot dogs are very notoriously easy yeah, you to just eat. dunk them in water yeah. and then you just yeah. post them down, right? Yeah, but think of every year it's just like, so it's the it's the um, you know, cheese. It's the under a hundred and fifty pounds and under eating contest because you have to like yeah. have the people have to be of a similar size and it's like yeah, and then they have a big wheel like on a like on a show where it's like. And it's always really sponsored food. And it's like, oh, it's, it's the new Cool Ranch Doritos. <laughs> the new recipe for Cool Ranch Doritos. And everyone has to down as many packets as they can. How good would that be? Probiotic yogurt. Yeah, what if you combined it? What if you combined it with racing, right? So instead of quantity, you have you make it a race. And so it's like the, the 100 meter Greek yogurt, like Holly just said, where you just have a... a a race that you with, with a trough of yogurt from you have the start to, and you just have to you have to eat your way along it and the first one who gets to the finish line wins it is Are a you... hot dog but it's just one straight line yeah, of hot dog a hundred meter long hot or even you could have it with people who've got that um what's that thing? piker you know those people who like just eat like lint or glass or nails or whatever. You can have like the fifty oh, no, meter what? piker. So piker, P-I-C-A, is like a is a condition people have where they eat inedible things. So you might eat hair or nails Why? or oh because I don't know you're a you're a bit there's something wrong in your brain. But what does it do to your body? Oh, not nothing good. good. Things, <laughs> oh, okay. It's not like they actually just can eat it. No, no. Well, no. you can. <laughs> people like eat aeroplanes and light bulbs and are fine. Um, what do you mean? This is a whole new world. There's, there's a guy that ate an aeroplane, like, yeah. over the course of a few years, but he did. He ate a whole aeroplane. Why? Because he could, I guess, because he wanted to. What would possess you to eat an aeroplane and do that every day? You've been on the internet. Surely this isn't the most shocking thing you've thought. Matt earlier almost talking about killing athletes with a brick. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> That's true. Um, but imagine, like... Tell me you wouldn't watch in horrified fascination as, like, three, like, you know, a, 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 an international cohort of, like, crawling um, people <laughs> try to eat their way through, like, 50 metres of, like, nautical rope. I just... I just don't think I would be able to watch it. I'm so sorry. I... No, but... I, so that I don't is think terrifying. I, I don't think I'd want to watch it. I just don't think I'd be able to stop. Yeah, I was going to say, I, no, the thing is, you're not pitching this as a, as a viewer program as something's going to binge watch, right? This is going to be one of those things where people's morbid curiosity will not allow them not to at least... Yeah. It's only going to be on the like, well, yeah. I'm not going to... Obviously, I'm not going to watch the whole thing, but I've I've got to watch the 50-meter piker. Yeah. It's light bulbs. <laughs> and then this you tune like, in and you just can't, you can't stop watching at that point, you know? I, I, don't know, I don't know if I've told you either of you this, but it's my idea of how to start an OnlyFans account. I think it'll be so funny. And the idea oh is... Oh, my gosh, you have I told get, me this. And I, I get like. It three or four really nice tasteful like semi-nude photos to advertise and i'm like everyone i've started an only fans account come look and everyone will be like that's weird max notoriously a very anti-horny person like he finds it really uncomfortable to talk about sex weird that he's got an only fans account and eventually people's curiosity will be like i've got to see what it is and they sign up to it's it it's only a couple of quid yeah it's only like four quid or something people sign up to it and it's just me doing a rubik's cube in, in dungarees and getting angrier and angrier that i can't complain <laughs> it 
Because <laughs> that's every single video. No, it's just progress. It's just progressively angrier. <laughs> it's just progr- and then like there's like I'm like oh I'm doing a live stream this weekend. Good time to set up for the OnlyFans. And then people get it and it's just me screaming like throwing the Rubik's cube around. <laughs> but I'm always just wearing my dungarees with no t-shirt. That's that's the only caveat. <laughs> Someone I though, love it so much. Someone watching that will like have the hardest jizz of their lives. Oh well, yeah, fine. I don't that's care. They do whatever they want. I'm getting the four quid. <laughs> four quid a pop. Why not? I'm like topless live stream, but it's always just the dungarees. <laughs> the dungarees are just like round under my arms. Yeah. Or sometimes you do it and it's like oh topless top yeah. live stream but you've got the dungarees on you've just got the straps really really yeah. long so they're just covering your nipples yeah, it's <laughs> i think it's a perfect business and on that i think that's the perfect contest for the olympics is the 50 meter pika now uh, holly not... holly was talking about the the yogurt idea right so i think the way you deal with the yogurt idea is because obviously eating that much greek yogurt you'd eventually vomit and i think that becomes you part of it because it's like well whatever's in the trough you have to finish so it's on you if you vomit, mm. that's on you. You've got to get back in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but could you vomit outside the trough and then you're okay? No, no, that's not, not allowed. The ha- if you, you're, what will happen, right, Holly? Is there's a harness? There's a harness, right? And I, I realize I talk about, I talk about this, this roof rigging ropes you all love the time. A lot. <laughs> there's a rig over the top, and your head is attached to like metal beams, and it can only go straight back and forth. And if you vomit, yeah. that's on you. <laughs> yeah. Your head is in one of those strap things, so you can yeah. only look in yeah. one place. What you don't see is just off camera, Max. Like it'll be insanely elaborate sex swing while he sleeps. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the rigging, the rigging on his ceiling. Yeah. Holly, what's your have you got an idea that we can discuss I have, before but it's, we end this one? It's kind of again it's different to what you guys have done. Oh, I was thinking like like the everyday Olympics, but it's like jobs. Right. Okay. So you get the best paramedic, you get oh, the best doctor, oh. you get the best accountant. You get the best checkout person. I like this. You get all of the people at the top of their game. I get a gold medal for Excel spreadsheets. That's good. My question is, who are we going to shoot in the gut to get like the paramedic <laughs> Olympics going? You know? <laughs> no, that's perfect. You just bring them to that Olympics we had before, the drug Olympics. Yes. Oh god. <laughs> they go to the drug Olympics. They go to the dark room where Matt is. They go to the one yeah. where people have been hiding, seeking for seventeen days straight and starving, and they pull out this body of a person who's like barely conscious, and then that's when the paramedics. What does the come accountant out. do? Uh, sells the tickets, like sorts out the books after about the tickets. Oh, okay, and then and then it's like a competition. Is oh god, you're making it like uh, you're making it like original band gigs where like it's a competition to sell the most tickets. Yeah, sure. No, but you, no, but... that's marketing. That's the marketing team. Oh, okay. So what does what's the how do you win the accounting one? Do you just go <laughs> the most morally bankrupt? No, every country has to submit their travel expenses on the same day. And whichever accountant can completely clear it properly through the system accurately yes. first wins. That's good. Whoever, or whoever gets the biggest tax write-off. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Whoever fiddles the, the expenses the best. The best. Yeah. So every, every, every sports team then gets all of their uh, attributed members of staff who are not actually in the team also then become contests. Is that the idea? Yes. Mm. That's yeah. very good. And then like the 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 so you're saying like the, the cashier and stuff could just be the like all the best cashiers in England. Like we'll go to the co-op and whatever Harrogate mm. Town. Get the best ones. Yeah, I'm like. But you again, there, like this sixteen-year-old who works here at the weekends, you are the fastest cashier in all of the all of the UK, and they go and they just sell that team's merch. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, or you I, could, I love I mean, it. Cashiering could be a race. Again, cashiering could be a race where you could have a really long, a really long, like, checkout conveyor belt and it's like the 100-metre scan and you could just scan, 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 scan. But there's, like, cream eggs in there that you've got to type the code in. You've yeah, got to exactly. remember the code for the broccoli. You've got to do all these different... Yeah. Oh, shit, they don't want this butter anymore. No, exactly. At some point, there's, like, an old biddy who wants to pay with, like, pennies and vouchers that she got from the sun in 1984. <laughs> and the thing is, you will get a time penalty for every customer who doesn't feel you give them the best possible service. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've created a corporate nightmare, is what we've done. Can I just say what I've just imagined? Do you know what this is going to be the problem? Everyone mm. who goes yeah. to the Olympics is going to be painfully depressed after because they go, like, nothing was ever as good as when I was at the Olympics. Because <laughs> I went to a restaurant, <laughs> the food was on my table in 30 seconds, everyone was so polite, everyone was so pleasant. <laughs> all the police were so efficient. They, were, they, were, they uh, weren't racist yeah, at they, all. They were equally arresting <laughs> the same amount of people from every country. <laughs> it's like, uh, there's a paramedic literally brought a man back from the dead and then you go back to like your house and fucking, I don't know, back arse of nowhere... Can't God, you're... my plumber yeah. hasn't done my fucking sink yet. Yeah. Imagine going for a two-week holiday where you get to the watch the peak of humanity at every job. Yeah, yeah, the, the the like incredible drug, the most incredible drugged up Olympics you've ever seen, and then you get the best service of your fucking life, and then you have to go back to like fucking Staines or South End. Yeah. I'm like, everyone's so slow. <laughs> Move. <laughs> This coffee is shit. Yeah. Remember the Olympics in 1996 when we got the best coffee of our lives. Imagine going to the Olympics and there's a there's a barista. If you were going to have the drug Olympics, but for regular jobs, what would be the best drug to take for like each job? Uh, uh, I think the best speed, speed and dog walking. Speed and cocaine, like for for sure, for cashiering, for dog walking, for anything that requires right. like precision and focus and speed. It's just a, it's just marijuana and barista, isn't it? That would be good. You just want a high barista. You just want a guy, a guy or a gal. He's really chilled chill. out. He's like, yeah, man, no problem. I I'm got not going to burn your milk because yeah. it doesn't need to be burnt that. It doesn't need to be cooked that fast. Yeah, it'll be fine. Or just LSD so and good. podcasting. <laughs> yeah, that would be. <laughs> would that be good? I don't coming, know, man. Coming, yeah, coming from the man who won't even drunk podcast with us, Matt. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't mind listening to other people do it. I just don't want to be honest. I think if I'm, I'm never, never not here. Know, I, if I'm ever not here and you have a guest, feel free to get absolutely rude. <gasps> I think uh, job Olympics and regular thing Olympics is very good because I think I think it would be really fun to know that you are literally the best person in the world at like making a super noodle. Yeah. So what if you are like? Come, I've come back round to the Audi thing. <laughs> oh, I see. We're back to you are. You could also get the like, world's best shopper of like eggs. And you get all of the different shoppers that have won throughout the year or throughout the four year period, and they've got to do something. All I want though is for Aldi to make like a saddest and raddest of the year, right? Because if they know what everyone's buying and they can send you emails, be like, oh, you've bought the most fucking condoms. Uh, yeah, or like um, Jeffrey Archer novels or whatever. This month. they must yeah. know, they must be able to objectively know. Yeah. Who has the saddest life and who has the raddest based on what they shop? I guess if you yeah. have a very rad life, you probably don't shop in Aldi. No. <laughs> well, I don't know. Because you're not going to be like rad as fuck, but shopping in fucking Waitrose, are you? I think you are. Yeah. Yeah. I think of course you do, you middle class fuck. <laughs> if 
I if I was if I was insanely right, I'm saying if, I was insanely right, that if I, everyone I, had the choice, if everyone had the choice and the opportunity, they would pick Waitrose over more or less every other supermarket. I don't know. I think I'm pretty content with old Tesco's. Like, yeah, I'm I think Tesco's is in the Tesco. Tesco's is fine. I'm not. I'm not you know, having a go. I'll at tell you what I'll do, Matt. I'll tell you what I'll do. Right, I will find out where the gold medalist cashier is, and I will only shop there if I become wild. It's <laughs> sure. this 15-year-old kid who shouldn't be working here illegally yet. He's <laughs> just real good at putting coke bottles through. I mean, this is already slightly a thing, right? Because I used to work with um, when I, when I was when I worked at a coffee shop, speciality coffee shop. Um, we used to do. We used to go to like the um, national coffee championships and so on mm-hmm. uh, and do the competing right because that was that was a fun thing to do but i know because of that i happen to know the world champion tea brewer because uh is, is a friend of mine because he was because <laughs> he just he happened to be the manager at the shop uh that i, I worked can't at. believe that that's a thing and he's he, yep. has, he, he now has a trophy that says the world champion tea maker Oh my god, I love that so much. One of my friends, and in fact, Matt, a person that you also know, uh, is technically Sainsbury's Staffordshire's bowling champion because no one else turned up. <laughs> I also won a competition where no one else turned up. <laughs> <laughs> Coincidentally, I am still to this day Staffordshire University dodgeball captain because we had one game ever and the other team couldn't get enough players and we won by default. And that was the only game by we won at varsity that by year. And I'm the by champion. Default. By default. Do you know what also was funny about that? They were like, here, do you want to have a dodgeball game? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, well, the varsity's in like three days. Can you get a team together? And I was like, yeah, no problem. And I just got like four friends and you need six people. And we just turned up and they were like, oh, Kayla aren't here because they can only get five people. And I just looked at my four friends and was like, oh, that's a shame. But they they cancelled before us, so we won by default, even though we also didn't have a team. Perfect. I was like, well, that is, that is a real shame. And I was just like putting my hand over my friends to push them out the door. Like, oh, well, that is a blow. It's fine. Well, I have it on my CV, like university dodgeball captain. <laughs> I oh, Christ. Well, on that perfect summation of our collective understanding of sports... it's probably time that we ended the show thank you all so very much for listening to another episode of Pointless Reinvention I've been Matt I've been Holly I've been Mac and we will see you on the next episode bye bye do drugs kids hey folks this is Matt at the back of the episode just to say thank you again for listening If you have enjoyed the podcast and you want to get involved, you can find us at PLR underscore pod on all of the socials. Let us know what you thought of the episode and tell us how you would reinvent sports slash Olympics. You can follow the individual hosts on Instagram and on Twitch at Matt's Music House, at The Macaroni Prince, uh, or at Hollamy, H-O-L-L-E-H-M-E. And all of that will be available in the links in the description. If you've enjoyed the show and you'd like to hear us again, please do chuck us a subscribe or a follow on whatever podcast platform you use. And we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Bye-bye.